and Jules. This is the Nick and Jules podcast. Hello, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Another day. We are back. Jules is back. Hello. A few days without a podcast. Oh, no podcast. Well, I just thought people, if they wanted to hear me, they can just call me. <laughs> fair, fair if you point. want to reach me, you can beat me. Is that what the Kim Possible think? Producer Matt's also here. Uh, Kim Possible. You remember Kim Possible? No, that was um, after my time as a child. Mm, but you're aware, you were aware of the show, though. I don't, uh, did she have a beeper? Is that what you said? <laughs> well, she had, she had like a... Was it a cell phone or was it actually a pager? <laughs> I don't know. I think it might have been a pager. <laughs> <laughs> How does pages work? Her thing was like, call me, reach me, if you want to beat me. Kim Possible. <laughs> I know a number of journalists that have their ringtone as the Kim Possible theme. Yeah. Well, she was she she wasn't a journalist, was she? No. I don't think she was a journalist. I guess it assumes that you've got some sort of urgency to your message <laughs> to your call. Du, 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 du. I'm a superhero. Uh, Priest and Matt, if you could, do you have headphones? I don't currently. Uh, no. I'll get you some. I'll give you some. Oh, Jules, you get go. you sorted. Um, uh, I'll I'll play. It. I'll find it here for you. Am I singing it correctly? I, oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm the one that was definitely doing it incorrectly if I was. All right, here we go. Uh, this is the Kim Possible. It's got 10 million views, this theme song. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm your basic average girl, and I'm here to save the world. You can't stop me because I'm Kim Possible. There is nothing uh, I can do. Nothing for you? Great vocals, uh, but no. On This is it. Just doing director's commentary of a theme song from a cartoon. Oh, wait. Call me, beat me, if you want to reach me, if you want to page me, it's okay. I believe yeah. is the lyric. That is, uh, that is some <laughs> 90s technology going on over there. Wow. She's a spy in it. Uh, and, she, and her, her most high-tech piece of weaponry is a pager. <laughs> she lost a lot of fights. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know they were happening to Just, reach uh, out. Kim, we're going to have to send you to fight another bad guy. Like, can I have a gun or something? We, <laughs> we gave you that pager, Kim. Hasn't <laughs> she got a naked mole rat as a side? Uh, her side, her best friend, Ron, has the mole rat. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> of course. No, I'm sorry. Very... So you never watched it, but you know that part. I just saw that in the in the video to oh, the theme song. Right, right. Oh, yeah. No, the, the mole rat's good. It's like a mole rat with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Oh, I remember this part. That <laughs> era of uh, Disney Channel stuff was the best. Mm. Uh, just truly, because I think they just churned out. At that time, I don't think they were churning out as much, but then I think, and uh, Jules, this is, cause mm. I'm 27, you're 44. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I think just after we aged out of like the, the prime Disney demographic, that's yep. when they were like, hey, let's produce so much content. Oh, God, yeah. Like Wait. Disney Channel original movies and TV shows, there's tons of them. Because you would have had Miley and um, the blonde girl as like Disney folk. I think we were a bit Hannah old Montana? at that Do you mean? Yeah, No, well, Miley, that is, no, no, there's another <laughs> blonde girl. Maguire? Yeah, uh, the, that's yeah. the one. Oh, I was going to say, Jeanette McCurdy's character in <laughs> iCarly. Wow, okay, you were down with it. Well, no, I just saw a, an a article on her before about how uh, Emily Ratajkowski was in an episode of iCarly and did a scene opposite <gasps> Jeanette McCurdy. I did see that and she didn't look like how she looks now. Well, she's probably had a bit of work done and then also went through puberty. Both of those things will shake up how you look quite heavily, I yeah, imagine. hopefully puberty, then the plastic surgery. I mean, do you, yeah, hopefully. I mean, do you look anything <laughs> like you do when you were 14? Probably closer than Emily Raddick. Radic- you reckon? Say it, name, please. Emily Raddick. I, I say it with a bit of a weird accent just so that I can hide the fact that I'm not saying it correctly. Right. Emily Raddickowski. Yeah, that one. 
That's, uh, it, might yeah. be, it might be Jowski. It might be Kowski. I don't know. I say Women. Kowski. Say it with flair. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> a bit of flame, I guess. <laughs> but yes, call us, beep us. If you want to reach us, 131060 <laughs> is normally what you can call. But maybe we, Nick and Jules' show gets a pager. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to appeal to that old. No, doctors still use pages, don't I they? I don't know how they work. Can someone explain to me how pages work? Um, so I think it's like a really. Page. It's a very, very basic uh, example of SMSing, I think. Mm hmm. So that's essentially how SMS started, from my understanding. So it okay. needs like a network of things to send those messages out, which is, I think, why hospitals use them, because they can have the network set up in the grounds of the hospital right? so that they can be reached no matter what the reception situations might be. That's yeah. cool. Very so cool. You could be off off site and then at home and you get a little, bzzz, huh, they need me. Such and <sighs> such has got a frog stuck up somewhere. So the network can still <laughs> reach you about that frog from home? Maybe. Yeah, okay. you, know, you can get you can definitely get paged off-site. Certainly can. Huh. I, um, yeah, that's why Kim Possible... Do you think Kim Possible spent all her time <laughs> hanging around the secret base that she worked from? <laughs> that's why no, she, she was a teenage, no crimes. She was, <laughs> she was a teenage girl going to high school, man. <laughs> the pager I, definitely had to reach the high school. I don't know what at what age it was, but this, at a certain point I started looking at like, you know, high school kids doing stuff and like going through having superpowers and I just get <laughs> so annoyed by it now. I used to think those shows were great now. I'm like, shut up. Go and talk to an adult and get someone look to look at this thing. Because <laughs> you don't deserve the responsibility. You don't deserve the blessing that is those powers. You've done nothing fun with it. Why did we make Kim Possible, a teenage girl, a super spy? Yeah. Of all people, we should have employed an adult. Yep. <laughs> someone yes. that has their license, no less. She can be second in charge. Kim Possible doesn't even... She barely has a... She didn't even get a cursive license. No. Oh, mate, I... I can assure you she doesn't have a Bunsen burner license. And, that, and now she's got, <laughs> by the looks of things, a grappling hook. Oh. And her friend Ron looks like he's half gone. <laughs> no, I don't know what the animal control rules are, but I'm pretty confident you can't own a naked mole rat. This mole rat's rabid. <laughs> it's certainly rabid. But she wouldn't know because she can't identify rabies because she's a teenager. Didn't go to school for rabies. Uh, we, is, rabies isn't really a concern in this country, is it? I feel like I never I hear about it. Yeah, no, they've uh, mostly gotten rid of it. I think I don't think we even have like animals that are rabid like they do yeah. in the States with those little opossums. So I'll just let anything just bite me nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> just to feel something. Just to be back. Hey, plenty of stuff coming up on today's show. Jules, you, you are back after having a few days off. Yeah, I explained that too. Um, the short of it, your ears were falling off. <laughs> One ear was just melting away. Wow. Yeah, something was trying to take it down. You know how is that why you're staring weirdly at your headphone? Because there's know, something no, goopy I'm in it. I'm fiddling. I'm fiddling. Is there a piece of like ear pus no. on your ear? And these headphones? earphones will will stay with me, uh, so no one has to get my disgusting germs. <laughs> you know how boxers get cauliflower ear? She's got radio ear. Yeah, oh, honestly, gross. as bad as detrimental yeah. to your health. But honestly. you just hear less. Yeah, it's a plague. Radio announces poor things. Uh, also on today's show, Jules joined once again by. Keith Hollywood. Oh my God, that yeah. guy. I thought he would get nicer. Uh -huh. I was wrong. Well, Matt, you talk to him before we do because you have to connect the call. So you make the line. What's he like to you off air? Honestly, delightful. It's really? weird. I it's wonder. weird. Like, we just get along. Maybe it's because I'm a bit of an old man at heart. Right. You think it's uh, an we, ageism thing? Yeah, we did talk about lawns for a few minutes. I'm but... surprised he gives you that much time. Oh, yeah. I think it's all billed. Uh <laughs> oh, from what I understand, he's a penny. Like, he's a. We're on the clock. So. Yeah. Like a lawyer would be. So maybe he's just doing it because he's getting paid to, mm. you know, okay. that you say it. You know what Keith would have, definitely? What's that? Pager. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe Keith's got a pager. He's probably walking around his, like, his home. I don't know how old he is. I think he's, he's quite an older gentleman. Surely in like his 70s? 
gives that vibe for sure. If he had just come out of college at the Jaws premiere, as we found out last week, Mm. that would put him in his 60s or 70s, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, right. Checks out. Um, But he's probably walking around his retirement home or wherever he lives, aged care living, (laughs) and probably just gets a buzz and... Another Sorry, review. Uh, no, Ant-Man 4 is out. Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> and then he brings his naked mole rat and they go to the cinemas. Because <laughs> it's a, like a support animal for him. Last time oh, I took my naked mole rat out at the cinemas, I got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not allowed back near any region cinemas in regional Victoria. Oh, Matt. Uh, <laughs> but Fifty Shades Ago was a good flick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is happening on the show today? Oh, four-day school week. That's pretty cool, Jules. Oh my God. I mean, I wish I was a child now because then I would get four days of school. We like, could 21 uh, jump straight it. Could. <laughs> would I pass for a six-year-old? Oh, well, you said you were pretty similar looking to how you were when you were 14. Okay. So maybe 14 we'll try. 14-year-olds, would st- that's still school age. Mm. Maybe you could do like would... online learning and like just zoom in with I, like a, a I wasn't good at science. So, you know, that could, that could still work out now. What subjects if you were both things. going back to high school? Mm. Or primary school as well. Mm. Sure. What subjects would you excel in and what would you just absolutely shit the bed in? Mm. Oh, I've always enjoyed like science and obviously drama. Mm. So those aspects worked well the for me. The performing arts <laughs> of life, the theatre is. Be or not to be. And they'd be like, that is an incredibly eloquent <laughs> five-year-old. He's, he's, a, he's a big five-year-old. <laughs> he's six foot four, but... Gosh, he's got the spirit of a child. And, and the beard matters. really looks quite Shakespearean. <laughs> <laughs> Jules, what would well, you excel in? Uh, language, I would say. Just I being liked... able to talk as a five-year-old? <laughs> Most can by then. <laughs> what do you mean? You can't get the alphabet down, Pat. Oh, you yeah. just go in full French. Full <laughs> baby speaks oui, French. Oui, je m'appelle Julia. <laughs> I am five years old. <laughs> speaking like French is just speaking with an accent. Oh, she says, je m'appelle. Oh, right. uh, je m'appelle Claude. Parle vous <laughs> 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 I'm also multinational. C is, there would be some word in French that is C. C is when. So if you say yes and then someone says no and then you can be like, yes, you say C. Also, so C is like we but with more emphasis. You have to wait for someone to say no for you to say, to like correct them with another yes. Oh. That's the only oh, time you use French. it. Classic also, French, having if. one for sass. No, yeah. no, no, essay. <laughs> non oui, essay. I'm, I'm hungry. No, you're not. Yes, I am hungry. <laughs> it's like, no, it's, I'm doubling down on my original yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Si, oui, oui. So a wee oui, wee oui is a C, is what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah, that, mm. yes. Double, yes. double wees. <laughs> I'm not trying to be crass. I understand that might sound like that, but truly, if, yeah. it's, if, we do, the if French was to be represented as a mathematical equation, mm. algebraic equation. Oh, sure. I wasn't good at algebra, but sure. Two times we <laughs> equals C. Yeah, find exactly C. Like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, I would do poorly in everything. <laughs> I, I think you just be, just really uh, well, a perfect reason for why. Because if I was to go back and do primary school or high school again. Which one would you choose, first of all? Great question. I would, well, I assume if I go primary school, I can then age into high school. So I guess I'm either going for six years or I'm going for 12 years. <laughs> I guess I would do primary just so, so I could really, for the first few years, just get a lot of pats on the back for being real smart. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you envision you being your age, some gigantic. In a oh, my, my brain, but back, but in the yeah, ah, child's okay, Sounds like cute. a nightmare. 
Yeah, it would suck for quite a while. <laughs> it would suck for quite a while, but then when... Like, come on, puberty, hit me. <laughs> come on, buddy, let's go. <laughs> this body's not... so short? I can't reach these things. <laughs> um, but I would love to have a crack at high school again, not for the academics, but I really feel like I would know how to be cool the second time <laughs> Oh, after working with you for a couple of months, Tiger. Yeah, but I'm saying I think <laughs> I think I could make thirty. <laughs> okay, well there you make go. Thirteen year olds cry? Did you? Say I said that? I could make thirteen year olds think I'm cool. I think I would. Oh. I think I've become a lot funnier in later life. I but think, like just for thirteen. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm aware that demo. I have a demographic. <laughs> you got darker gags. You young boys. Yeah, just a lot of. Uh, hey, miss. <laughs> guess what? Hey. A lot of voice People chat. Breaking. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, oh, God, did you, you know, gross stuff from the young boy's body? But I'd be, I'd run that place. <laughs> I'd also be incredibly good at sport because I would know how to train properly and uh-huh. I'd bring my current sporting acumen, but to 15 years ago. No. So it'd be me just dunking on a bunch of kids. You'd be <laughs> playing Fortnite still and that's all. I never played Fortnite. No, no, just, that was you'd be um, you'd be one of those teenagers that like really uh, values their sleep schedule, so it wouldn't really go down with the teenagers of today. I imagine who were getting like four hours, remember. five hours sleep because they're gaming. I don't remember. Like, <laughs> and that's the problem with kids these days. They're kids. gaming. You don't they're understand. Always on their phones. <laughs> it's like disconnect from a screen. The real life is outside. The kids. blue light is ruining your eyes. Uh, you know what has the best resolution? Uh, life does. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the school of hard knocks. And I don't need a phone. Yeah, you know what? You know Relatable. what? My day to day, my friendship has the best download rate, guys. <laughs> Come on, let's let's, <laughs> let's go, eh? <laughs> um, hey, I, I unrelated to the podcast, but so, oh no, I guess not unrelated. But something I want to do for the, later in the week, mm-hmm. um, for tomorrow's podcast, mm-hmm. is obviously here at the company at, and at the radio station, they're heavily trying to push podcasting. Obviously, radio is our number one, mm-hmm. but they'd love for the podcast to be really successful. Yeah. Exclusive content like this. So I have an idea for the rest of the week's podcast and potentially for the weeks Ooh. to come if you're interested, if you I like, like it, it. I like it. Pitch. I'm going to go um, for the next few podcasts, this little bit of chat we do up top, mm-hmm. I'm going to theme it uh, to the format of successful podcasts. So what I mean by that is I'm going to look at like the top 100 internationally charting podcasts. Right. I'm going to go look at like, what are their common things? We've got, you know, got advice podcasts. Mm-hmm. We've got like reality gossip podcasts. Mm-hmm. We've got sports podcasts. We've got true crime podcasts, all those sorts okay. of things. Right. So for the next few podcasts, I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know what it, it might not make sense. It's just an idea I had this morning. <laughs> Can't wait to get super into an unsolved murder real quick. But I want to... I want to use the formula that these other podcasts are using to be successful, and I want to apply that to the Nick and Jules podcast. That sounds fun. So you're you're interested? Oh, I'm intrigued. It doesn't okay. include you as a guest I anymore. I can't wait to <laughs> see no, how this Matt, turns you'll, out. You'll be, you'll be a guest. because guests are know, allowed. If okay, my great. format falls flat, then we'll need someone to, you know, vamp. <laughs> Just fill in, fill in the gaps. Uh, all that okay. coming up later in the week on the podcast. Ooh. But hey, enjoy this podcast while you've got it. And if you've been keeping up with the show, keeping up with anything really, you would know that Harry Styles is in the country. He performed his Melbourne shows over the weekend, Jules. Yes, he was wearing a Bunnings hat. He was definitely impressing the locals. Having the time of his life by the looks of things. Good for him. And so were his fans. Yep. His fans were having an absolute ball, Jules, because on Friday I heard from my sister. She was like, oh, I'm not going to Harry Styles, but... uh, and I've got a few friends that are, and yes. they've been struggling to get feather boas. Really? So yeah. that's the the uniform to go and see Harry Styles. Evidently. And it was also World Pride on for the weekend. Oh, so it was the one weekend of the year where it was just difficult to get feather boas. I was like, okay, I didn't really think anything of it. 
and I was in Melbourne on Saturday night, which was one night of one of his shows, just sure. keeping catching up with some friends. And as we uh, were, we had dinner, went out, watched another show, come out of a bar around nine thirty, nine o'clock, as Harry Styles' show was obviously wrapped up, mm-hmm. and walking through the city streets of Melbourne on Saturday night, yeah. Oh my God, Jules! It was as though there was. Feathers everywhere. <laughs> it was as really? though Big Bird had been massacred in no. the Melbourne CBD. In all sorts of different colours. Truly the devastation and destruction at the hands of Harry Styles fans. <laughs> no, Melbourne has not seen anything like it. Even the protests that shut down the rail network across the state Jeez. has never been as big as what as this much feather destruction. <laughs> you can even just imagine like the trains themselves at the stations would just be very comfortable with all the feather boas. Yeah, and I so we jumped on the V line to head out for the night. Oh great home and even on the, like the v-line as you're sitting there at like the, the train station waiting for people to leave you look out at these costumes <laughs> and you know a lot of glitter a lot of sequins sure. and a lot of like sort of half feather boas yep because they've obviously been de-feathered as the night has gone on just naturally when you wear them they seem to shed it's so frustrating trying to clean yeah. up this weird artificial just group of feathers made as a bit of an accessory if there was any crimes committed <laughs> On Saturday night, which I don't know if Harry Styles fans are all nah, they're lovers, not haters. They're, they're lovers, not fighters. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not crime so. fans. I don't think well, so. even if they were, <laughs> the, the amount of evidence you could—it's like like a cartoonish footprints going from one crime scene to to another. <laughs> the amount of feathers you would be able to track anyone for their entire time they spent in the city on Saturday night. Yeah, no getting away with it. Not me though. I didn't have my feather boa. That's why I got away with heaps of crime. <laughs> Last week, Jules, we spoke with him about Jaws, and he's back again live from Hollywood over in Los Angeles to talk about the latest release in the Marvel Universe. It's Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, starring Paul Rudd. Welcome back to the show, Keith Hollywood. Ah, they kept you lot around, huh? Well, um, yeah, hello. Keith, good to have you back. I'm excited to hear what you think about Ant-Man. I feel like I'm way more likely to watch a new movie like this than I was Jaws. Well, that's what's wrong with millennials. Hey, you paid to have me back, so money talks. What do you want to know? Well, look, I haven't seen it yet, but generally I like a lot of the Marvel movies. Keith, is this one as exciting as as they usually are? Uh, To be honest with you, and look, keeping in mind, I only see these movies because I have to review them. I don't love them. Uh, This one kind of flops more than usual. Why do you say that? Look, I don't mind Paul Rudd, but instead they cast his twin brother in this movie, Paul Dad. <laughs> uh, look, honestly, Paul, or the, the Ant-Man bloke, he, he's a bit tired as a character. Liked him at first, but like a teenager discovering himself, Marvel are beating themselves silly with the same old story and characters. Look, they explore a world, there are bad guys, and they follow you back in the end. It's a bit dark. That's most of these superhero movies, though, right? Don't cut me off, Jessica, but yes, generally... Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania takes them back to the quantum realm again. It's as though they forgot they could literally go anywhere, but they decide to film the movie against what looks like a desktop screensaver background. <laughs> so, so too much CGI for you, Keith? Too much, mate. I don't know if there's any real stuff outside of the first 20 minutes of the bloody film, which are honestly the best 20 minutes of the whole piece. The rest of the film is so slow, and they try to distract you with a garbage-tired plot by throwing enough CGI strobe and fast-paced music that it causes epileptic fits to the people literally working in the ticket booth in the lobby. Look, to be fair, Keith, CGI isn't really of, uh, no disrespect, but it's not really of your time. Aren't you being a bit harsh? Well, that's a lot, coming from the 27-year-old with the balding head of a 60-year-old Bruce Willis. I, I shaved by Joyce. Keith, come on. Worth seeing or not? Look, end of the day, and I shouldn't have to spell this out for you, but it's no Jaws. Special effects look makes up for the lack of exciting narrative, and frankly, the whole movie just feels like it's doing the classic Marvel thing of setting up something bigger, 
like with like with the Avengers, but uh, it's not a fun way to do it. More like when you're dating someone and they stop returning calls and texts. And look, we know what's coming, and it's disappointment. It ends with me sitting in an empty chair in an empty cinema after the credits have rolled, and then being asked to leave so they can start cleaning. Did that happen to you, Keith? That feels too personal. No, it didn't happen to me. It happened to a friend. Anyway, look, go see the movie if you like Mike from Friends, but otherwise it's one of the more missable Marvel movies in the last decade. Well, uh, maybe one to avoid then, Jules. I suppose not all of them uh, can be winners at the end of the day. Uh, Keith, what's on for the rest of the day over in LA, mate? Oh, pretty chill one over here. Hitting the links with Brady P. My man's got so much time to play now that he doesn't have custody of these kids. Uh, yeah, no, I'm done. All right. Now, if you were a kid right now in Missouri, chances are you wouldn't be getting ready for school today. And I know we do have lots of kids listening in Missouri, <laughs> where I think, if I understand the time difference, it might be midday. Okay, well, let's pretend it's Monday everywhere in the world. Monday okay. is bad. Garfield said it. It just doesn't work. But look, it's an interesting concept that they have over there that could translate perfectly into our state of Victoria. We have a teacher shortage right now in Victoria. Yep. What about this crazy idea that's been working for over 1,600 schools across the states where they drop Mondays out of the school week and instead they have a four-day classroom week? And a three-day weekend for schools. Oh, yeah. Long weekends. That's awesome. That's I love that. There was uh, Last week, actually, I think there's lots of places doing this, but over in the UK, there's like a recent study that's just finished up within the last sort of week or two. Oh, I remember this. There's a bunch of businesses, like a lot of businesses in the, some of the major cities did the four-day working week. And I think in 90% of the cases, they found there was an increase in productivity. Did they have to increase their hours no, normal, during the week? Normal days, normal oh. days. And if like if they didn't get their work done, of course, they would then you know, take it generally home. Talk, take it home or do mm. that fifth if they needed to. But yeah, across the board, you can get a lot done in that four days. Turns out we can have a three-day weekend. Well, turns out maybe this is a strategy, a system that could work for school kids because yeah. it could. we've got the teacher shortage already in schools. It could attract more teachers to the profession with the allure of the three-day week. And I remember mm. that um, back in prep, I think, when I was going through primary school, there was a few kids that would have half days on Mondays, half days on Fridays, and that Why? sort of Why concept. That? Because it was easing them into the school week. Oh. And it seemed to work for the parents, for the pickup and that yeah. sort of thing. If we could coordinate that you get grandparents to help out with childcare or whatnot, maybe it could work because it turns out that critics are saying that there's been no change to uh, the education and the learning for the children. Like the grades are it. roughly the same. Yeah, why not get a bit more life experience out for the kids on those mm. days where they're not at school? I suppose if I was, I'm looking back to my sort of high school and primary school days, if I was doing a four-day week, like, I was dumb. <laughs> like, four, four days isn't going to, like, four days, five days isn't going to change. You're either, you're, you're smart or you're not. You're going to, you're going to learn a certain amount in that four-day period or you're not, you know? You're going to find some creativity, something to entertain yourself on, say, that Monday off whether you're at school or whether you're not. All right. Well, four-day working week, four-day school week. Let's try and get on the cards. Kids, if you're listening in the on the way to school right now. Sucks uh, to be you. <laughs> at, at recess, riot, <laughs> protest. No, Nick and Jules definitely didn't say that. Until No, I don't mind. I don't, we can start We start the revolution. We start the movement. <laughs> I have got a journalism degree. Yes. That I do not use. <laughs> Funny because, that. Because we do this show. It's not particularly newsworthy, this, this show, but... I thought I've taken it upon myself to uh, present the headlines, Jules, that the journalists, the news people of the world just don't want you to hear, but I still think they're just as important. (laughs) 
Welcome to the newsroom, Jules. Oh, thank you so much. It's not quite the news bulletin. <clears throat> Let me just shuffle my papers. Mm, very official here. Type some things out. Mm. Good for you. Ah, Jules. The Oscars are set to introduce this year a crisis team to their awards night. Oh, is this based off, yes, last year, the infamous slap? Yes, they decided that, you know what, we can't quite plan for everything. The Academy Chief Executive of uh, the Awards Night, Bill Kramer, told Time Magazine, because of last year, we've opened up our minds to the the thought that, look, many things can happen at the Oscars. It's not just awards, yes. which is completely fair. You know, you want to have a team ready just in case some sort of PR nightmare happens. Good. Good for them. Jules up next. A 21-year-old Polish woman is claiming to be Madeleine McCann, the little girl who went missing from a Portuguese holiday resort in 2007. Yeah, I didn't buy this at all. She's not even the right age, is she? No, the woman, Julia Fatsnina, believes the resemblance between the two to be near identical, the girl that's claiming to be Madeleine McCann. Uh, the McCanns, they've agreed to a DNA test. Good. But the like Julia, her actual family are like, no, we're not going to do that because it <laughs> clearly, it's clearly not you. You don't look that alike. And as you said, Jules, they're not the same age. Foolish. Yeah. Uh, Madeline McCann would have been 19, around 19 today. This lady, Julia, she's 21. Mm, doesn't like, add up. Seriously. Mm. I can do maths. And to round things out, Jules, sitting down may be the better way for peeing for men. Huh. Yep. Why? <laughs> Taking a look over at Europe right now, Jules, in Germany, public restrooms in many homes, they have signs that encourage men to sit, to go to wee when when you're not at the urinal. Uh, It's actually become a legal matter with a court in Dusseldorf, Germany, ruling that German men have a right to pee standing up after a landlord has complained that his tenant's splashback ruins the marble flooring. (laughs) Okay, but Dusseldorf, seriously, that sounds like a court made up in Harry Potter. Yeah, all the German fans we have of the show are not going to be loving that. Um, Though, that being said, urology experts do say that for men, sitting allows you to use abdominal muscles to fully empty your bladder as opposed to standing. So, you know, you take the good with the bad, you're either going to empty your bladder fully Mm -hmm. or you're going to ruin the marble tilings. Whatever happens, that is on you, but thankfully... I've been able to give you some headlines there that, uh, uh, you know, they're going to get you through the day. Those are the stories that everyone's going to really be talking about. Now, Nick, uh, I've been away last couple of shows back on deck today. I noticed. Yes. I've been when, you, when you didn't rock up for two whole days. <laughs> I thought, yeah. I reckon she might be under the weather. Mm, I was always sick with an ear infection and oh, it hasn't been fun. I think this is your PSA. If you're listening, if there's something going wrong with you, to go get it checked out by a health professional. Um, but to pass the time when I wasn't asleep or taking meds or whatever. Sure. I found myself as a distraction out of boredom, just scrolling through social media and in particular oh, Instagram. You're doing that doom scrolling thing where it's just like, cause the feed just yeah. keeps giving you something and giving you something mm-hmm. and giving you something. And then all of a sudden it's five days later. That's it. And I, um, I guess when you've used an app so much, what Instagram assumes that you want to do is to start making content with it. Oh, right. And it starts popping up with little suggestions that maybe I should turn my content into some reels, you know, start making some money for the platform. I can be a content creator rather than just a voyager. I might've seen this. So it's this, it's like almost goes, oh, have a look at your photo reel Mm. on your phone. It's like, hey, we could make this into travel videos. We can make this into sports videos, that sort of stuff. They've removed the burden of you having to go out and they're taking it completely through your camera roll. And so for those that maybe over the weekend have spent it, you know, having a bit of brunch, catch Mm. up with some girlfriends, cute dog or toddler uh, videos that are through their camera roll. They all tend to do quite well on the gram. Yes. And they they pop up with suggested music that you can overlay to make a reel right there and then. But you wouldn't have been doing that because you were at home sick doing nothing. So what is this? What could the app possibly be suggesting that people need to see of yours? 
So my Instagram uh, suggested that I make a reel based out of my five or six most recent photos and videos, which Uh. were close-ups that I had taken of what my ear currently looks like so that that the doctor, the ENT specialist, could have a look at it. So I was just getting right up there in my grill going, I wonder what she can see. You've got, you know, beautiful pus, beautiful colours coming outside of it. And I'm just like... Instagram's gone, this is, people need to see this. In what world does anyone need some happy music over the top of that from different angles? There's a big market for that stuff because I've seen those videos where people put like the microscopic cameras in the ear and they clean it out and... They like pull like a cockroach out of your ear. Oh god! And it's really therapeutic. So maybe I should have done that. Maybe it was a niche that I should have delved into. I think you should have. I think you should definitely have made the videos, made yourself a quick meal, and you wouldn't have had to come in today. Nick and Jules. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.